Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Jeff Rieger. Another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for Friday. Oh, thank God. It's Friday. The game. Lions Rams just around the corner. And what better way to celebrate this I call it the biggest game of our lives, if we're being completely honest. Like, yeah, we've seen the Pistons win a title. We've seen the Tigers win a title. Our next guest might not have. He's kind of a young guy. We've seen Michigan and Michigan State win titles. We've seen the Red Wings win multiple titles, but you can't dispute it. Lions, Rams, Stafford coming back to town. There is no bigger game in our life. And when I knew this game was happening, I thought to myself, the one guy I must talk to this week is Stafford's biggest fan. His name is Jim Costa. He works at 97, won the ticket. He's a great guy and has taken over the morning show in February. Matt, uh, Michael Stone is retiring. We bring Costa in. Hi, Jim. How are you? No, no, hold on. This says on the screen, Stafford's biggest fan other than Kelly. Yes. Yes. Do you disagree with that? I've I've stuck up for the guy. I like the guy, but I didn't realize I was in that tier of of Stafford defenders. No, I think you are. See, I want to take the people back actually because when the Rams won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, you know Stafford was traded to L.A. and Lions got the two first round picks. They got Jared Goff as well. I remember your first day at ninety seven won the ticket. You and I did a show together. That's it right. was like the highlight of my life. Right? It's a great it was show. A Saturday for four hours. First time I ever meet Jim professionally. Like, I knew Jim. Yeah. And Jim actually was an intern at the station, so I just lied. But the first time I'm working with Jim as a well, cop. didn't make much of an impression. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just remembered him. Like, wait, he was an intern. So I, the first time I meet Jim as a colleague, we're working together. We sit about for two minutes and we do a little show prep. Mm-hmm. And I say, we should talk about Matthew Stafford. How do you feel about Matthew Stafford, Jim? And Jim's like, oh, I think people like you are full of shit. And I think you've been giving Stafford a bad rap for a long time. And Jim said this to me. He's like, I think you're fucking lazy. That's what he said to me. So then we did a four-hour show. And Jim was a little surprised, I feel, that most of Detroit agreed with me. By the end, people had worn thin during the Stafford era. But I, I stand strong. I, I stand strong. I called those people, people like you, sewer people. Sewer people who had reduced the entire conversation to the quarterback. And what I had said at the time is the guy's got a real rocket of an arm. I feel like he's a quarterback that could lead a team to a Super Bowl. 
And you guys wouldn't even consider that he could win a playoff game. Well, immediately he leaves. And we all know yeah. the story. Game-winning drive, game-winning drive, game-winning drive in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl championship. I I did stick up for the guy because I thought he got a raw deal from some fans, you being one of those people. And I do feel like the Lions wasted a great quarterback, a franchise quarterback. Jim, I'm not here to relive the past. I, right. I, I'm just not, okay? I think the Lions are in a better spot. Yes, if Matthew had the offensive line that the Lions currently have, would he have been better? Sure. If he had some of the weapons, despite he did have Kelvin Johnson for like eight years, whatever, would they be better? Yeah, sure. I don't dispute that. But I don't think you can dispute the fact that Matthew had seven, seven chances to make the postseason, to win a playoff game, to win a division, and Matthew failed at every turn. And nobody ever said, hey, Matt, you got to win a Super Bowl. All Detroit's ever wanted was a playoff win. And the dude that you gave a quarter of a billion dollars to could figure out a way to get a playoff win. So I ask you, Jim Costa, why should anybody be afraid of Matthew now? Because let's be honest, he's back in Detroit in a playoff game, something he never, ever experienced. And he's playing a team that's above 500. And we know Matt against above 500 football teams. He kind of ah, chokes a little bit. That in itself gives me faith that the Lions win this football game. What do you think happens? And we'll get into your emotions momentarily, but what do you think happens? Yeah, I think so much of the Stafford stuff, and I love that you just have the numbers and the nuggets just still from, from those years back. Didn't even have to look them up. I think so much of the debate came down to quarterback versus the support that you've given the quarterback. And I think the Lions have grown up in a big way. In the post-Stafford years, we can identify a real offensive line, a run game that never existed during the dozen years that Stafford was in Detroit. A defense that yeah, they had the one year in 2014, they were very good, but for the most part, a very bad defense. This defense, at the very least, is getting some pressure, dialing up some blitzes, getting some takeaways late in the season. It feels like from the coaching staff, the general manager, down to the roster, this is a brand new Lions team, that they've done a much better job building a roster top to bottom. And the type of games you prove it are these games, right? Stafford proved his point when he left. This is all about the Lions proving that they built a team, a roster, a team that can win games. And it's not just about whether the quarterback pulls, you know, a superhero move. It feels like they've got a team now. So if I take it back to when the Rams won the Super Bowl, and by, and by the way, don't let this nice young man fool you people. Two back-to-back -back games, the NFC title game and the Super Bowl. I don't know why there's balloons. Did you see those balloons? I did see the Am balloons. Am I hallucinating? For people who are watching the video. Yes. Happy birthday, Rieger. How did I do that? <laughs> anyway, I have no idea. Anyway, two back-to-back -back games. Rams trailed by 10 in the NFC title game into the Super Bowl. And Costa both times texted me, said, ah, congratulations, enjoy the night. As soon as those texts were read by me, the Rams immediately come back and Stafford immediately come back. So I still will never forgive you for that. However, you and I and many people at the radio station did a Stafford stream. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he could win a playoff game. You did. Of course, you were very disrespectful. You took a picture with confetti and drinking. You were so excited afterwards. How much of you, percent-wise, is rooting for Matthew come Sunday? Because that's your boy. Zero percent. I don't believe you. Zero percent. Let me just break it down. I love being right. I love being smug. It's it's one of the great joys I have in life. A snarky tweet here or there. I love it. 
I was right. That thing is over. This to me, I'm a Lions fan. I grew up a Lions fan. It's been my entire life. They've never hosted a playoff game. They've never won a playoff game. Zero percent of me wants Stafford to come in here and ruin our good time. Because make no mistake about it, that's what he's here to do. He is here to ruin the Lions season, the best season maybe of my life. He's here to ruin it. So to me, there's no, no bones about it, no confusion, confliction, hard feelings. He proved his point. This is about the Lions proving their point, and I would be, in my gut, devastated if they're not able to pull this out and and further validate what we've seen with our own eyes this year. They are an improved football team. Now, if the Rams do win and Stafford leads, let's say, a two-minute drill that results in a touchdown to yeah. Cooper Cup, let's just say, you'll be snarky about it. You'll say, that's my guy, won't you? Yes, you will. It'll hurt. You, you will not be able to resist. You're on the morning show the next day. Yeah. You're on the morning show on Monday with John, I believe. Correct. Yeah. The two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way you won't work in a. I told you this guy was great, or I told you we should have never let him go. And then add that to the fact that you're not a golf guy. Like you don't believe golf is all that good. You don't want them to resign golf. You're the one guy in the off season that kind of shit on golf a little bit, while everybody else was kind of loving on Jared. What's your question? Oh, I didn't say it. <laughs> Will a part of you think should have never got rid of that guy? Or no, I, I my think guy was, right, was able to get it done. I think it was the right decision to trade him. Um, I mean, especially looking back, it's hard to argue otherwise. I mean, the team needed a reset, right? I mean, they get a couple first round picks. They needed a couple hard rough years where they were going to lose and reset the culture. It didn't make sense to hang on to a quarterback in his mid-30s who clearly wanted out and wanted to be part of something that could you know, win right away. It was the right decision to move on from him. And I think the Lions are in a better place today than they ever were under the Stafford year. So it's it's hard to argue that, no, they should have hung on to him, nothing like that. And with the golf stuff, I mean, I think there is a very real debate about whether this guy is a franchise quarterback. He's never had a playoff game where he's thrown more than a single touchdown. Yes. So I, I just... This is the time for him to prove it. And Rieger, if the Lions go out and win a couple playoff games or win a Super Bowl, I'll be wrong the whole way. I would be glad to be wrong and watch all that and celebrate stuff that I never thought was possible as a Lions fan. But if he goes out there and throws, you know, for 195 yards, one touchdown, one pick, they win the game, right? Because I still think they're the better team. It, to me, it's not some gotta-pay-him moment. It's, okay, he's managing the game. He's doing all right. You can kind of kick the can down the road with Jared Goff. He, he needs to have great playoff games, plural, before I'd feel comfortable, you know, backing up the Brinks truck for the guy. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I don't think there's a lot of dynamic dynamic play with him. I don't know that he's overly mobile. I don't know that he can make the big throws consistently down the field. I think he's doing a great job navigating this offense, but we don't know what this offense is going to look like post Ben Johnson either. So I, I think the time now is the time to strike is right now, but we can worry about the extension after we see how he plays. And I agree with you too. I mean, if he goes on some Joe Flacco type playoff run, like Flacco did with the Ravens, then yeah, you got to pay him. I just don't want to pay him five years at 50 right. million a year, but you know, you're absolutely right. That's for like after the Rams lose to the lions. Mm -hmm. I want to actually give you a couple reaction questions. Then we'll get your prediction and then yeah. we'll let everybody enjoy their weekend. All right. Perfect. All right. So Matthew Stafford, talk two days ago. He was in La La Land. Carlos Monarez from the Free Press said, hey, Matthew, what kind of reaction are you expecting from those Lion faithful at Ford Field on Sunday night? Of course, Kelly will be there as well. Here's Matthew Stafford from the podium. Take a listen. I think it was a great answer. 
I'm not expecting anything, to be honest with you. I was, I was asked this question um, a couple times, you know, just by friends and family, and I, I think the biggest thing for me is just go experience whatever that experience is going to be. I understand, um, you know, what the people of Detroit and what the city of Detroit meant to me in my time and my career, what they meant to my family. Um, I hope they feel that back, but at the same time, I'm not a stranger to the situation and understanding that I'm the bad guy coming to town. You know, I'm on the other team, and, uh, you know, I, I, they don't, they don't want success for me. So whatever happens, happens. Um, you know, I'm going to go experience it, play the game. Once the ball snap, man, let's go. Uh, let's go two f- good football teams, go compete and see what happens. All right. So a couple quick things. I automatically think of Scarface. Do you remember Scarface? Mm-hmm. Tony Montana? Mm-hmm. Say goodnight to the bad guy. I hope the Lions say goodnight to the fucking bad guy. But it, it does beg the question. All right. Dude was here for 12 years. You got to boo his ass, though, correct? Oh, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I, I mean, I know you don't believe any of what I'm telling you, but I no, am I don't, a Lions but that's okay. fan Lie to me. more than I am guy who wants to be right on the radio. I'm a Lions fan before I am snarky tweet and, and smug response guy. And I know you don't believe me, but I would boo him from the moment he gets on the field. He gets it. He has more self-awareness than some of Lions fans, more self-awareness than his own wife does. He gets it. He's the bad guy. No favors. Uh, no pats on the ass. He's there to ruin the lion season. Act accordingly. This is a man who wants to ruin your dreams. You boo him like you would any other quarterback. Give, give me an example. What, are you going to the game? I am undecided at this point. Okay, if you go to the game, what's Jim Costa going to sound like when Matthew Stafford is you announced? Want, Come you on. want to boo into this microphone? Please, you? What was you? <laughs> boo! amazing what I can make people do. All right, next question. Rams come to town next year in a regular season game. Playoff game, no fucking tribute video, right? right you right. cannot do three minutes of Matthew and, and all these choke jobs in Detroit, which people call successes. Well, I've heard people suggest that they should do a tribute video, but have it be all of his mistakes. All of his pick sixes. Right. Now, that would be amazing. See, if you remember, and you're younger than me, so maybe it, who is the guy? The artist, the musical artist that Russell Wilson's wife was with before him. Future. 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 Okay. So the Lions did a great job of trolling Russell Wilson when Denver came to town. When he was out practicing, getting ready for the game, all they did was play future music. I mean, that is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. I want something like, would they ever dare do something like that to Matthew? Well, I think, I don't know. But I will say, it's it's nice to know they're not going to bend over backwards and give Kelly Stafford a suite. It shows a little bit of a backbone, and and it would be quite the statement if 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 they do nothing. I think that's a statement, and if they do something that's a little antagonistic, I think that's a statement too. I just don't want to see a touching tearjerker. Matthew, look at him against the Browns, come back injured, game against Dallas, like against Dallas. I don't need to see that for a regular season game or when he comes back post playing yeah. career. Sure, hey, give it up, Matthew Stafford. Yay, woo! Not not on Sunday night. I mean, even me, the heartless man that I am towards Matthew Stafford, next year, do whatever you want. I mean, 10 minutes. I mean, bring his former teammates if you want. I don't care. But not on Sunday. couple more. What do you think of the Stafford jersey band? We got the Detroit Bar saying, you better not wear a jersey in our bar. We got Jeff Glover saying, come to Twin Peaks and you give us your Stafford jersey. We'll give you a Lions jersey, either J-Mo, Jared Goff, or Amon Ross St. Brown. And, of course, we have Kelly Stafford saying it's sad and that Matthew has always been the bigger man and he will continue to be so. You agree. We don't tell people how to dress. If you pay 600 bucks for a ticket, do whatever you want. 
you cannot wear a Stafford Lions jersey to this game. You should be kicked out. You could do whatever you want. No, you but can't. everybody can judge you how they want. And if you wear a Stafford jersey, it displays zero negative self-awareness. Right? Yeah. I mean, again, we're not going to be the fan police. You go to the game. Uh, Rieger might be. You go how you want to go. But I've heard people say, well, Jim, maybe it's the only Lions jersey they have. Wear a sweatshirt. I'm, I'm wearing a blue hoodie. Wear blue. Right. Right. Wear blue, too. Yeah. Uh, wear whatever you want. Just don't yeah. wear a Stafford jersey. But, 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 but if you if don't have the excuse, but you don't have anything else to wear to the game, you're wearing it for some reason. What's the reason you're wearing it? Is it because you're secretly rooting for him? Is it because you're conflicted? I don't want anybody in that stadium that's conflicted about the way they're feeling on Sunday night. And this comes from a guy who defended Stafford, who rooted for Matthew Stafford. I believe he got a raw deal here by this franchise, which wastes great players historically. I've defended him. There is no conflict. The Lions have improved. They've cleaned up their act. They're a team worth rooting for. They're the better effing football team. You show up and you root for your team with no conflict, no number nine on your jersey, unless it says Williams on the back. That's it. That's it. Uh, By the way, did you hear my idea? You probably haven't. I mean, I don't know if you watch the Daily Ticket. I beg you to, please. I need all the – I'm not like – Costa has a podcast, by the way, with Valenti. It's called Cash the Ticket. They have millions of reviews. I spend sometimes all Saturday night reading your guys' reviews. We don't have I, millions. I have 20. You guys have millions. I have, I have Do you want me to leave you a review? I'll leave you a C- review. Could you? I would. Would you mind? I mean, it will get me one review closer to my goal of like 30. I mean, these guys have Ro- thousands. It's hold on. R- Rome wasn't built in a day. You're doing a great job. I'm a subscriber. Oh, oh, thank so, you. I, I, I'm doing what I can to support you. You know, I, Thank you. That means the world to me. Do you know yesterday, true story, by the way, yeah. I was tweeting out Kelly Stafford quotes from her podcast. You listen to the after. entire thing. People need to understand who you are. That's you listen to dedication. the entire thing. That's called you know, content. Yeah, exactly. I am serious about being in the media. I report the story. But anyway, I found out that Hank Winchester, who does the podcast with yeah, her. Channel 4, yeah. Yeah, he's going to Madonna on Monday. Um, it was a big conflict for him. He didn't know if he was worried that the – Lions game was going to be on Monday night that Madonna and the Lions were going to clash. Anyway, he follows me on Twitter and he reacted to my tweets. I was very happy. Anyway, here's my idea. All the lunatics that show up to Ford Field in a Stafford jersey, and I'm getting down there early on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I got a buddy that makes T-shirts. So I had to make a T-shirt. It simply says Sap Stafford. And I am going to ask people to exchange their, I don't want their Stafford jerseys. Just put the t-shirt on over Over it. it. Yeah. I got extra large. I got large. I got whatever size you are. Here's what it looks like. What do you think of that? That's the prototype. Yeah. And so people would just put it over their Stafford jersey. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go around. Like, I'm like Tom Gorris. I'm doing great work in the community. Yeah. Right. I'm moving the community. Right. I feel this is my charity. I'm going to go around. and How many are you going to have? There's no... I got like 20 or 30 of them. How many Stafford jerseys do you think there will be? You know, I can't imagine a lot, but there will be some, don't you think? But I think the person who wears it, but for the person who wears it, they're not, they're choosing to wear it. I don't believe this. Oh, it's the only jersey I have. It's an accident. They're wearing it. They're not going to want to cover up their jersey. Well, you know what? I I think you're doing a service, but I I think, I think the target audience here isn't going to want your product. (laughs) Well, I actually, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to videotape all of it sure. and then I'm going to put it on the podcast. Hopefully if we have content for weeks, yeah. but I do think, here's what I think. 
I think there's so many people that feel like you that thought Stafford got a raw deal, that he was the best Lions quarterback we ever had. Which, by the way, what is that saying? I like, know. who's he competing against? John I Kitna? Know. I know. Joey Harrington, Scott Mitchell, Eric Kramer? Like, give me a break. Rodney Pete. Exactly. Andre Ware, like yeah. Dante Culpepper, Dan Orlovsky. Um, I, I do think that a lot of people are like, Stafford got a raw deal. He's my favorite. So both things can be true. I can wear my Stafford jersey and really hope that he has a great game, but I want the Lions to win. I think yeah. people think that, but I hate that attitude. Well, again, I don't I don't get it. I think all these, these shouting matches on radio, right, that you were a part of, that I was a part of both here and on it. the other side of the state. Oh, well, I mean, sure, tension, you know, conflict, it's all good. I feel like those days are done, though. Like, Rieger, we had our moment. You had to do the smoker's cough. You were wrong. Anybody that dogged the guy was wrong. Not only did he win one playoff game, he won, was it four? He scored every touchdown in the playoffs oh, for the Rams, and he yeah. led three straight game-winning he drives. He was so good. He threw two picks every game and could not win Super Bowl Rieger, MVP. Rieger, Whatever. Rieger, Rieger, Rieger. The debate's over. And oh. I think there are still people who, like, want to win this debate. It's over, and it's about moving forward. And the Lions have as a team, and I think the fan base needs to, too. Okay, I got two more questions for you, then I want a prediction, and then go enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Question number one, are you willing to admit now, three years later, that it was you that came up with the idea for the Detroit Rams shirt, that you came up with the prototype, that it was your idea for all these sycophant fans to cheer Stafford to the Super Bowl? It was your idea, the Detroit Rams. Are you willing to break news with us right now and admit Jim Costa thought up Detroit Rams? I'm on the record. Both on the radio, social media, I fucking hated Whoa! the Detroit Rams. Memorabilia, garb, t-shirts. And let me explain why. I had no issue with people who wanted to see Stafford do right. What I hated is that people in Detroit were co-opting it as some sort of accomplishment for right. this city when it was the opposite. It was a low point. It was embarrassing. You mean to tell me we had this guy for a dozen years and the first time he leaves, he wins the Super Bowl? That's the opposite of a Detroit accomplishment. That was shame. The idea that people wanted to co-opt it and make it a win, it was the opposite. What I was hoping is both that he got to prove the point and that the Lions took it to heart and did stuff to improve who they are. And I think both things are true. No, I didn't like this at all, Rieger. I hate when people pin this on me. Jim Costa denying publicly that he wasn't the man behind Detroit Rams. I still don't believe you, and I will one day find the smoking gun. I will. Um, last question, and then we want a prediction. Yes. Is it true? I have sources, believe it or not. Is it true that you'll be sitting in a suite? Because Kelly is going to buy a suite. Let's be honest. I listened to her podcast. She's not happy She'll that find she has a way. to buy one. Yeah. Like, apparently there's one available that Matthew sent her a picture of. It's rather expensive. But you got Matthew's parents there. You got Kelly's parents there. The whole Stafford family is going to be there. She doesn't want to sit in the stands with four children. Trust me. I heard it all, okay? In the suite is going to be Kelly, her family, Matthew's family, Dan Orlovsky, Hank Winchester, and Kelvin Johnson, and Jim Costa. Are you sitting in a suite with them? Not a, not a chance. No. Not a chance. What? No. Hold on. Before you move on to my prediction and you wrap this deal up, what are you going to be like in the post-game locker room? Because we know where you're going. You're I'm going to have a front. Yeah, so what is that moment going to be like for you? Matt, well, there's two things. It depends right? how the if, game goes, right? If they win, if the Rams win. Then I just say, hey, Matthew, how does it finally feel to win a playoff game in Detroit? Something you could not do for 12 years in Detroit. Something like that. You're going to phrase it exactly like that, of course. Something like that. I think he deserves that. If they lose, if they lose, 
I don't exactly know what I'm going to say. I'm going to hear what his tenor is, but I don't think I'm going to troll him. I mean, that's not very professional. I'll be a working member of the media. Mm. But if they lose, I'm going to say something to the extent of uh, kind of ironic that the place that you played for 12 years and could never get a big win. I mean, you don't even really have an epic moment here in Detroit for 12 years. Kind of ironic that that team knocked you out of the playoffs. It's not like do, that. Do you think he'll say that he's happy for the team? That's a great it, question. It's weird because Could you imagine you asking lose. that question? Yeah, I mean, you, you lost. You play sports, you compete, you've moved on, you've won a Super Bowl, you're fighting for the guys in your locker room. I do think it's an interesting question. Is any part of you happy? Yeah, is a small there, a part of you, for you happy? Yeah. I like that question. Let, let's hope that happens. That is you a too. great question. Yeah. Matthew, listen, I understand that you wanted to win today. I understand that um, you could never win in Detroit, and you need almost a perfect team to win. That's why you didn't win this year. I understand all that. <laughs> but is a certain part of you happy for Detroit Lions fans that watch you choke away so many years? Oh, no, I, I was just saying, is a certain part of you happy for Detroit Lions? That's yeah. a great question, Jim. Yeah, there you, you go. You want to come to the game? Ask it with me? We'll oh, go see yeah. Stafford together. You arm and arm. Give him a hug. Oh, no. You can give him a hug say, it's okay, Matthew. And then I'll ask that question. You don't realize this. People like you were why I existed. Because people were so – they piled on a guy who was really good – you created people like me. It's the sort of people like you that created the people who have defended this guy. But I think we all laid down our swords this week and it's go live. Yes, yes, yes. We all have one goal. Just beat the fucking Rams. All right, give me your prediction. What do you think happens? I, I know our good buddy Mike Valente seems very scared. He was on the air on Wednesday. I mean, he was spewing being fear, I feel. He, he's afraid. So this episode, Daily Ticket's coming out on a Friday. It's going to be Friday. Listening. Happy Friday, guys. We tape, Friday. Cash, we tape cash the ticket, NFL playoff on Friday. So you, you're hearing it now before we do it on the podcast. Oh, but I think he, he's being – he's a fraidy cat. He is far too afraid and far too nervous. I, I understand a certain level of nervousness. This is a playoff game. Your whole season comes down to 60 minutes. I do think the other team has the better quarterback. But let's, let's back up a second. This game at Ford Field. It's going to be a loud crowd. If you're into the betting data, it's an overwhelming amount of money on the Rams. Bets and money differential on the Rams. Line moved from three and a half to three, but it's staying at three. They wouldn't dare move this line to two and a half because they know the Lions backers would flood it. So this is priced at a Lions is a three-point favorite. It, it doesn't mean they're going to win big, but I do suspect they're going to win. They've got the better offensive line, the better run game. Their defense, while I wish they got home with four more often, I don't want to be in the business of blitzing a veteran quarterback. They have shown, while they'll give up a couple chunk plays, sacks have gone up, pressures have gone up, turnovers have gone up. If you're going to blitz and you're going to get beat, right, Puka, Nakua, and Cooper Cup going to have a couple big plays. But if you can get a key takeaway on Matthew Stafford, uh, uh, Rieger, maybe even a pick six, that's the type of thing that flips the game. And I do think there is... a. The Lions defense isn't good, but they're creating more havoc. And I do think their offense can sustain long drives and score touchdowns. Last note on the game that I do want to impart upon people. Yes. We've watched a lot of Rams over the last few years. Sean McVay coaches afraid too. He does, doesn't he? You, he punts you, you way know, too often. Fourth and two, field goal, fourth and three. He'll punt the ball at midfield. He coaches the exact opposite of Dan Campbell. And if you tell me Lions got the better team, they're playing for sevens. Rams, 
They're going to be settling for some threes and punting the ball. Hey, there's always a world where the guy leads a late game comeback, but I think the Lions have truly changed. They are truly the better team, and I got them winning 28-24. I love this, by the way. I actually have a little bigger score, I feel. I think there's a couple things. I think it's going to have that Denver atmosphere. Remember when Denver mm-hmm. came to town? They had won 6-7. to seven. They were forcing all kinds of turnovers. That place was insane. It's going to be ratcheted up about 20 times. Yep. And I think for all the worry about Stafford lighting up that secondary – you got to realize that that secondary held Dallas. Even though C.D. Lamb went off for 200-plus receiving yards, they held Dallas to 20 points below to what they average at Dallas, right? They averaged 40 at home. Lions held them to 20. As much as Justin Jefferson killed them, you still only allowed 20 points with Nick Mullins and Justin Jefferson in two of the three games of the last three games, right? So I do think even though they give up chunk plays, They keep points off the scoreboard. I think people don't even think about Detroit's offense. You should. It's the better offense on the field. And don't even worry about Laporta. If Laporta can't play, which it doesn't seem like he's going to, but if he can't play, look at last year. Mitchell and Brock Wright. Zilstra. Once you got Shane Zilstra, once you got rid of, you know, TJ Hawkinson, they were some of the better tight ends, just tight end production in the league. So I think the Lions – in a raucous, insane atmosphere, I think they win the game like 30 to 20. I think they, they score 30 with their eyes closed. LA's defense isn't all that impressive. Yeah, they got three guys with eight or more sacks. Yes, Aaron Donald's going to be coming at Jared Goff. But I also think Jared Goff redeems himself and then tells this is what I think happens. I think Jared Goff wins the game. I think Matthew Stafford thankfully loses the game. And I think Jared Goff walks up to Sean McVay and just is this. Hey, Sean, if you're listening, yeah, he gives them the double bird. Like, Sean, fuck you for the way you treated me. Let, let me say something nice about Goff, because I don't do this very often. Oh, he's the guy. Groundbreaking. He's the guy who has the motivation here, right? Stafford, oh, there's, there's no, I mean, there's no ill will for Stafford. He wanted out. They traded him. Goff was left for dead. He was written out of the Hollywood script. They go on to win the Super Bowl, and, and he's just some bum. And people like me didn't even think he'd be here. This is a motivation for Jared Goff. It's a moment for Jared Goff. And I actually appreciated something he said this week. He said, clearly, obviously, that he has you know his own personal issues here. But he said, this game isn't about anything for him personal. It's much more important for him to deliver a win for the city of Detroit. And that's where his motivation comes from. And I, I think that's a, a really cool comment from him because that's a total self-awareness. I get it. I might have my personal stuff, but that's not the guiding light here. The guiding light is doing something for the city that they haven't done before. And I think the team's going to rally around them. I, I mean, there there is a rallying around Jared Goff that I think will take place. I just got chills from you saying something nice about Jared Goff. I mean, we all are evolving. Last thing for you, very quick answer if you want. I asked this yesterday in the program, did a podcast about it earlier in the week. If the Lions do lose this game and it's to Matthew Stafford and to the Rams, and that means Goff loses to McVay, this is SOL, no matter how they lose. And let me just explain before you leave. I know you don't maybe like that acronym, but this goes down on the list of awful ways to lose. This is right up there with the back and forth kind of thing, the game in Seattle, the not completing the process. Because in your first playoff game in 30 years, the biggest game of our life, nobody could dispute that. You lose to your former quarterback that could never win anything here. And then the guy that you traded for with him couldn't win the football game. That's SOL, whether you want to admit it or not, don't you think? So I hate the acronym. Let me just preface all of this with I hate oh, I know. the You're acronym. You're too highbrow for that. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Too elitist for SOL. You, <laughs> you, you, Kelly Stafford and the Staffords, when you guys go together at your dinner parties, you guys talk about how much you hate SOL. By the way, are you hanging out with the Staffords in Birmingham stop this week? Stop, stop it. I, I think the acronym at times does apply, right? There are things that this team has done historically that are reminiscent of the same old Lions. Same old Lions find the new and creative ways to lose. If they lose in some ridiculous self-inflicted disaster that's sol okay but but, but, just but about team, losing the team, to the, that guy the, the team won 12 games and won the division that's not what the same old lions do so I, I have a hard time reverting back to the acronym that was reserved for a bunch of losers yeah, and i understand that and you make very good points but at the end of the day sol to me always means the most ridiculously painful losses. Yeah. And there it would, would be that. No, it would be there'd that. There'd be no more painful loss than this. Like, Correct. I do feel like this, if they lose, it's not going to like set the program back 10 no. years. No, 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 no. Dan Campbell, all of a sudden, is not going to become a bad coach. But if they lose, nobody will ever stop talking about this game. This is our one chance, maybe not to kill SOL, but to literally, literally move on. This team. This organization, these fans, you got one playoff win since 57. It's about time to, like, if you win a playoff game, you can now start talking about NFC title game and Super Bowl. But you got to win a playoff game first. So I disagree. I think it's SOL. But, Jim, thank you, my friend. This was awesome. I said 15 minutes. You were kind enough to stay 32, 33 minutes. I appreciate it. And um, Anytime. Tell the Staffords I say hello when you text with Matthew later on. Are you going to send them a good luck text? I don't have their contact info. I'm not who you think I am. I oh. hope I hope I I hope I made that clear today. When on they the moved to Hollywood, did they change their number on you? We, I'm going to tell you this. We had someone call in last night, and then we will be done. Guy calls in, and I cannot verify this story. But yes, he, guy calls in and goes, "Hey, someone. I, I think he said his wife or someone he works with has a suite to the game, and is a mutual friend of Kelly." Oh, so I get. This is rumor. This I'm not reporting this, but Kelly called this this person and wanted to get access to their suite. And the person said, Kelly, love you, but no. And the caller said, Kelly told him to lose her number. I'm not reporting this. This is hearsay. This is, you know, sports talk radio late night on whatever night it was. Wednesday I want night. this to be so true. But I thought, well, what, what kind of friend is that? some friend lose my number because you won't get hooked up with a suite? And by the way, the Lions should not give her a suite. Who no, but staffers? like someone else could give her right. access. I and I, I, I said, hey, good for that that coworker, that friend, your wife, whoever it was, because I don't remember all the details. Good for you for not letting her in your suite. Oh, see, you saved the best for last. That is such a great story. Like, whether it's true or not, I don't care. I want, I want it to, to be believe true. it. Yep. It's now true in my mind. It, it, it really is. Did I tell you my one run-in with Matthew Stafford? Very quickly. Mm -hmm. Miggy for his 3,000th hit two years ago. Mm -hmm. Colorado Rockies. Are oh, he was, he was there, right? Matthew Stafford was at the game, right? He was back in Detroit. I mean, they're very charitable for sure. They sure. do great things in the community. Um, but he was back in the game or back in Detroit. And Stoney was at the game as well. Everybody was you know, wanting to see Miggy's yeah. 3,000th hit. So Stoney comes up to me and says, Rieger, let's go see Matthew. And Matthew was with Matt Shepard in the Bally's booth on TV. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, eh, I don't want to go see Matt Stafford because, of course, I thought of all the bad things I've said about the guy and, you know, on the off chance that he knows. I mean, it'd be awkward. It'd be funny. He could dunk on you. Right. Yeah, exactly. So Stoney goes and sees Stafford and he comes back with a picture of him and Matthew. And yeah. I immediately regretted it because I had this great idea. I should have went 
I should have said, Matthew, you made me look like a fool. I doubted you the entire time. If I could have just got one picture with Matthew Stafford, I put my arm around him, and then I would have tweeted out, never had a doubt about this guy. <laughs> could you imagine? The numbers that would have done. <laughs> could, you, could you imagine? What that... Oh, that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Rieger, I'll be thinking of you on Sunday night. And, and big night. A lot on the line. I'm excited. Jim, I don't know where you're going to watch the game, but um, I'll shoot you a text. Just do me a favor. Do me a favor if you could, please. If Stafford trails by 10, do not text me. Do not text me and say it's going to be a good night for you. All right? I promise. Please don't do I, that. I promise. I promise. I promise. All right. Jim Costa, we love you. Jim Costa from 97.1 The Ticket. He's going to be the new morning man in February. Thank you, Cookies. You're the man. I appreciate it. This has been fun. You're the best. Thanks. All right, Monday, we'll recap Lions and Rams. The Lions better not lose this game. Bye, everybody.